Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the Creating Happy Writers podcast. Thank you for joining me as we delve into the exciting world of writing and publishing non-fiction books and everything in between. My name is Steph Caswell and I'm an author and writing coach on a mission to help you find confidence and happiness in your writing journey, to explore what it means to be a writer. Because writing is more than getting words on a page. It's more than holding your finished book in your hands. It's about the personal journey we go on as writers, the challenges and the triumphs we face on a regular basis. But it's not just about that. I want to empower you to write a book in your niche, to become the go-to expert, because you can use a book to grow your business and be a thought leader in your field. You just have to know how to do it. I'm also an avid reader and feel we can learn much from the writers who have gone before us. So, during these episodes, I'll be sharing books I think you'll love and learn from too. So, without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. In this episode, I'm diving into one of my most favourite topics. No, not habits. Storytelling. And most importantly, the science behind why it works. Now, I have very strong views about using storytelling in nonfiction. So if you're writing a business book or a self-help book or a book about health, I strongly advise you to use story throughout because it makes your book so much more readable and enjoyable for the most important person. And that's the reader. But what is it about story that works so well when you're sharing your message? To be fair, even advertisers do it. There's always a sense of excitement, isn't there, when the new Christmas adverts drop. And as each year passes, the big brands try and outdo each other to get a feeling of emotion in the audience. And everyone starts talking about the latest advert from usually John Lewis. And we all like to feel a tad emotion all the festive wonder. After all, who can forget John Lewis's trampoline bouncing foxes in 2016 or Sainsbury's football game in the trenches from 2014? Actually, that was such a powerful advert. I used it with my class to discuss the impact that it had uh, on the viewer and to look at story. And also because we've been studying World War One, which is always handy. 2022 was no exception. There was Buddy from Elf in an appearance for Asda. But... It was the John Lewis advert yet again that stole the show. I don't know whether you remember it, but it was the story of a man who's trying to learn how to skateboard. You don't know why he's learning to skateboard, but you see him falling down, picking himself up, falling down, picking himself up, getting all the gear, all the stuff he needs to wear in order to skateboard. And he keeps practicing morning, noon and night. And it's only right at the end where you realise that he's doing this for a very special reason, which is because they are looking to adopt a girl who turns up at the end and with a social worker and she's a very keen skateboarder and he's been trying to build that connection with her by learning how to skateboard. Now, after watching it several times and getting that pesky bit of dust out of my eye with a tissue, I started to reflect on how stories can help us spread important messages. And also why we simply have to use them in nonfiction to make our books better. I'm going to start with a little history of storytelling. 
100,000 years ago, we began to develop our language as humans, passing on information and stories via the spoken word. 27,000 years ago, we began sharing via cave paintings. Three and a half thousand years ago, we moved on to using text to share our knowledge, with the oldest printed book, the Diamond Sutra, being produced in China over a thousand years ago. So as you can see, storytelling is very much a part of who we are and who we've evolved to be. Passing on family stories from generation to generation, as well as fairy tales, myths, legends from cultures and communities around the world, it's helped to build connection and pass on advice and inspiration. Even today, we experience stories daily, probably without even realising. Advertisers, like John Lewis, often use them to great effect because they know we're hardwired to respond and connect to them on an emotional level. So what is it that makes stories work so well? Hold on to your hats, people. It's about to get sciencey. When we hear stories, hormones are released into our bodies from our endocrine glands, making us feel a certain way depending on what we hear and experience. According to David J.P. Phillips in his TED Talk, The Magic Science of Storytelling, four hormones give us a particular emotional investment in the stories we see or hear. A dose of emotions, if you like. Dopamine makes us focus, as well as motivates and inspires us. Oxytocin stirs sympathy, empathy, trust, generosity within us. That human connection to the story we're experiencing. Serotonin helps us learn and commit the story and its lessons to memory. Endorphins, again, help with focus, but they also make us more relaxed and often make us laugh. Through great storytelling, we can help our reader experience this wide range of emotions throughout our non-fiction books. And depending on the emotion we want our readers to feel, we can match our stories accordingly. Now, you might think it sounds a bit forced or manipulative, but that is not the case. On the contrary, giving our readers this range of emotions makes their experience far more meaningful and will ensure they remember your book and the knowledge you're hoping to share long after they've closed it. And that's what we want, to make our books memorable. And stories are the way to do that. Stanford School of Business Research shows that when listening to pitches, only 5% of the audience remembered statistics, whereas a whopping 63% remembered stories. So how can you apply the science of storytelling to your non-fiction book? So you've done the science bit, now comes the application bit. Stories will work in your non-fiction book because they make your reader feel something. Our decisions, our desire to change, transform, grow, comes from our emotional state. Logic comes later. Use stories that make your reader have a strong emotional reaction. Happiness, sadness, laughter, etc. Develop trust with your reader. Stories show them you've been there or understand what they're going through, even if you're using other people's stories to highlight your points. They also build connection. Your reader needs to feel you're speaking directly to them and only them. Use stories where they can see themselves as the hero or the main character. A story also reminds them that 
things can turn out okay in the end, even if your reader is at the start of their journey or stuck somewhere with no obvious way out. Stories can highlight how, even when things seem hopeless, characters can and do prevail. Use stories that strongly reflect this journey. Great stories also inspire your reader to take action. Stories can motivate them to do things they've always dreamed of but haven't had the confidence or courage to do. By seeing others achieving success through story, they'll be raring to go. Stories also make your information more memorable. Bruner's research showing 22 times more memorable. All that knowledge you have needs to leave a lasting impression on your reader and showcasing it through story can do just that. And the before and after case studies work really well here too. Finally, stories humanise your book. It's not just facts and figures or strategies. It's emotional and intriguing as well as making things clearer. Use stories that keep your reader wondering how on earth things will end. Ultimately, stories can help your book leave a lasting impression, an impression that can lead your reader to rave about your book to friends and family, which in turn leads to more readers and yet more fans. It's one of the reasons I use story at the start of each chapter in Dare to Write because I know how it can embed new knowledge and understanding for my reader. It also entertains them too. The number of people who've contacted me about Goldie, my sister's golden retriever, and her adventure in the Thames continues to grow. Before I leave you today, I'm often asked by authors whether they should use their story in their business book. Should they bear their soul and share their journey? Is it even worth telling? For me, the answer is a resounding yes. Nothing speaks to your reader more than your story. Of course, you only have to share as much of it as you feel comfortable, but you must share something. Other people's stories are good, but your story trumps them all. Often, it's weaved into the introduction, laying out your stall, so to speak, but there's no hard and fast rule. Wherever you feel it works best is often the most sensible strategy. Nothing builds connection, trust and confidence more than sharing your story. It'll only make your book stronger. I hope you enjoyed this episode about storytelling and it's given you much to think about when writing your book. I work with authors all the time to decide which stories to use and why, as I genuinely, genuinely believe it makes the difference between a good book and an unforgettable one. I'd be so grateful if you could leave a review on your favourite podcast platform. Much like book reviews, podcast reviews can make all the difference in getting more listeners and spreading the Creating Happy Writers message. And if you know another writer who'd enjoy these episodes, do share it with them too. You can also give me a shout out on social media using the hashtag Creating Happy Writers. If you'd like to connect, you can find me at creatinghappywriters.com and on Instagram and Facebook at Creating Happy Writers. If you'd like further support to write a book in your niche, you can buy a copy of my book, Dare to Write, How to Confidently Write a Non-Fiction Book to Grow Your Business, which takes you on the journey from initial idea to publication. Join the community by subscribing to my fortnightly newsletter, The Write Stuff, full of ideas and advice about writing and publishing. 
All links for these are in the show notes. So until next time, happy writing. <laughs>